Blog Talk Radio. Yet our best trained, best educated, best equipped, best prepared troops refuse to fight. Matter of fact, it's safe to say that they would rather switch than fight. Welcome to another broadcast night right here on the Soul of America Radio. Tonight, you're listening to the Tony Stalling Show. The Tony Stalling Show is brought to you by Blog Talk Radio, hosted and produced by the Soul of America Radio. Comments heard on tonight's broadcast do not necessarily reflect the views of Blog Talk Radio, the Soul of America Radio, or its host. And now, get ready for an exciting blockbuster Fight the Power episode of Tony Stallings. Right here. Right now. And now, the man himself, Tony Stallings. Designed to bounce with the line. Designed to fill your mind now that you realize the problem. 
been my redneck for 400 years if you text. Don't worry, me ask for the number one jam. Damn, if I said you can slap me right here. Get it. Let's get this party started right. Right on. Come on. What we got to say. Power to the people, no delay. Make everybody see. In order to fight the power that be. Brother, we 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 are not focusing on Freddie Gray anymore. 
we're not focusing on the issues that we need to focus on. CNN is telling us what we need to focus on. So that's why I did this show tonight. We got to wake up, man. If CNN had been around slavery time, we'd still be in the fields picking cotton, Curtis. That's because they would have right. shown us. All they would have shown us was slaves picking cotton. They're still out here picking cotton. And the slaves had a revolt. They had a fight. They had a revolt. But we're still picking cotton. If slaves had been around during the Harriet Tubman Underground Railroad, we'd have been watching the, the revolt uh, at the plantation and not realizing that we're getting out through the railroad. So, exactly. We got to be careful with this media, man. I mean, this media is. How many of y'all, y'all? Anybody listening tonight? We got some folks over here. Welcome, 404 334 916 205 256 561. Welcome to the Soul of America Radio. It's a lot of y'all out there. we glad y'all here. Curtis and myself got something to tell you. I don't care what you got to do, don't do it for the next hour and 15 minutes. I promise you, we're going to lay some stuff down on you tonight. Get off CNN. Put your Twitter down and check us out. Before we do that, though, Curtis Taylor is is with me tonight, and he's the host of Something for the Fellas. And Curtis, you got something going on over there, don't you? Don't you have something coming up pretty soon? Oh man, yeah, big bro. Uh, as uh, my big brother Tony Stalin said, I am Curtis Taylor Sr., the host of Something for the Fellas. And uh, before, if I can, real quick, Tony, just let me send a thank you shout out first. Um, I, w- I had the I had the opportunity to do a voters registration drive um, on April the fourth, actually, and I want to shout out Mr. Uh, my great friend and brother, Mr. Tyrone Taylor, the owner of More Than a Haircut Barbershop, who allowed me and so graciously allowed me on top of that to do it at his barbershop at his place of business. All right. Yeah, exactly. And uh, you know that Saturday. We did over 200 people. But this is the thing, Tony. Wow. Uh, people, wow. People told me, and they were like, well, Kurt, you know, I mean, you know how every time you try to do something positive, you have the naysayers. And I was told by several people that consider themselves to be of influence that uh, it would be a problem if I went to the Board of Registrar's office and they probably wouldn't allow me to vote as registration forms and this, that, and the third. To make a long story short, I went up there and uh, those ladies had no problem. They welcomed me in the office. They asked me how many forms did I think I would need because my goal was 500 to do that Saturday. Okay. I was I was humbled and proud that the people of the city rallied around me and uh, the individuals that came. I mean, my brothers from my Masonic Lodge, I want to give a shout-out to them, George W. Braxton, number 28, right here in Decatur. They came and supported me. I had Miss uh, Curtisine White, who was actually – a wife of one of my now deceased brothers who came out there and did a lot of the registration. I had Miss uh, Miss uh, Joanne Cummins of Wake Up Alabama. I had the um, Alabama Democratic Conference out there. I mean, I had so many dignitaries, but this was the funniest part, and I'm going to get off of that. I had a phone call, came to my cell phone from the Republican Senator Jeff Sessions, called my wow. cell phone, and asked, was this Curtis Taylor? So I said, yeah. But you know how we are, Tony. We leery of answering phone calls we don't know. Yeah. I'm just keep it real. It, yeah. could be a, it could be a bill collector or whatever. I'm, I'm going to just be for real about yeah. it. But someone told me to answer it, and when I did, he told me who he was, and he asked who was there. And all the people I named was pretty much predominantly Democratic people. So, you know, it, it already let me know that he was just trying to come to the event to use it as a photo op to take some pictures and shake some hands. 
like he cares about what's going on in the community. But what I did is once I told him everybody that was there, the next thing he said, well, he said, well, young man, I just want you to know that your name is on our radar. And he said, who knows, maybe one day you might try to take my seat. So what I did, I said, well, sir, you know what? Anything is possible. And I ended the call and I hung up. (laughs) But, you know, I just want to real quick give a shout out to everybody. And uh, we continued to do it Uh, last Saturday. We had a men's unity breakfast and I continued to drive. And I'm just proud to announce that as of today, I got 14 other people that I gave forms to that took it around the area to register people after I gave them the instruction on how to do it. So I actually did reach my goal of 500 new registered voters in the state of Alabama in the North Alabama area. So I just want to commend everybody that had any involvement with me on that endeavor. And uh, real quick, what you were talking about, what I got coming up, because we need to get to this show because it's real important. Uh, This coming June the 13th, I'll have my third annual Something for the Fellas Unity Day pre-Father's Day celebration that will be taking place here in Decatur, Alabama. All right, man. It's, it's, y'all check him out, and uh, he's on Blog Talk Radio. You can you can put him in the search, Cur- Curtis Taylor, and he'll show up and um, and check him out, man. That's great. That's great, Curtis. And speaking of Jeff Sessions, he voted against Loretto Lynch, and uh, and uh, he and uh, Ted Cruz. But I'm glad that she got confirmed finally. That's a whole nother show right there. A whole nother show. Oh yeah. On Loretta oh, Lynch yeah. getting confirmed, but um. But yeah, we're gonna get right into this top topic tonight uh, with this particular uh, uh, topic, uh, Baltimore riots. And I've had the Curtis. I put up a um, I put up a post, and y'all can dial in at three two three seven eight four nine six three eight. I will be taking calls tonight. Uh, the lines are gonna be open. Uh, we're gonna have a few things to say first, and then we're gonna go to the phones. Three two three seven eight four nine six three eight. If you're listening online, if you're already online holding. And we say something that pisses you off, you can press one. Or if we say something you want to just just chat on, you can press one. I had a lot of heated folks on my Facebook page when I posted up about uh, this particular topic. So that's what made me do the show. Um, I was on a sabbatical, but when this particular topic came up, people had things to say. This is important to people. And then I had to ask myself, what is important to people? What is it? What is it that's important to people? And Curtis, the topic was this woman and her boy. If you don't know Tanya, what's the name? What's the name of that woman that beat a boy? Um, God, somebody call me and let me know. The, you all know her, the one that you see on TV hitting her 16-year-old son. Okay, that was what the post was about. It was a million million topics down there. People, she shouldn't have hit him. People, she's a hero. Well, let me just tell y'all this. Let me go ahead and stop this before you call in. You call in, 323-784-9638. She did it. He said he learned from it. She did it because she was a mama, and to me, that's between her and her son now. So we need not bother. If you want to call and comment on it, that's fine. But that was a hot topic. But that's between them now. And this show isn't about parenting. It's not about proper techniques for disciplining your children. Really, it's about Freddie Gray. Freddie Gray. The cameras packed up from South Charleston, I mean, from from South Carolina, and moved to Baltimore. You know, they're still having uh, some issues over there in uh, South Carolina. They're still working on that. But, But CNN moved, Curtis, so everything else moved. So we all packed up and went over there now. And then I guess in a couple of weeks we're going to pack up from here and go somewhere else. 
I was talking to a friend of mine, Curtis, and I mentioned Walter Scott. And she said, who is that? I said, uh, Walter Scott played for the Baltimore Orioles. She said, oh, yeah. I said, no, Walter Scott was the young man that was shot in South Carolina. Oh, I forgot. We forgot because CNN pulled out. We forgot because the cameras pulled out. But they're still hurting in there, man. They're still going through some things over there in South Carolina, in, in South, uh, over that particular uh, shooting. The man that ran and got shot in the back, for, your, for those that may not remember. Yeah, that was real. It's, it's different. This is just the latest thing that CNN was when, when CNN pulled out, Curtis, they pulled out because they figured it might be some riots. It was in the it was in the Twitter thing. It was in the feeds and the social media that there was going to be a problem. They picked up on that, moved the cameras up there. What I wanted to start off about this thing was this. And for those of you that don't know what happened in uh in Baltimore, Fred and I'm kind of shaking on it. Don't nobody know what happened, Curtis. Freddie Gray was walking, and if I say something wrong. Correct me, Curtis. Just jump in there. Mm-hmm. Freddie Gray was you. in Baltimore walking, and he made eye contact with the Baltimore Police Department. This eye contact, when he took out running. Now, they don't know what he was running from. They don't know if somebody was chasing him. They don't know if he was in an emergency situation. They just ensued chase and chased him. Apparently, they caught up with him. They did the whole nine, body slammed him, roughed him up. Well, taking him to the, the they don't call them paddy wagons now, but the, taking him to the wagon, somebody videotaped it. And the, the the mystery is, and this is just for a brief synopsis, that those of you that never heard of it. Well, we don't know if he was hurt then or if he was hurt later. Some say his leg was broken, some say it wasn't. The police say he looked fine. Some of the spectators say he didn't. They put him in the wagon, and they left. Well, somewhere between there, to make a long story short, and the jail, a couple of days later, he died. He died of injuries sustained from a broken, a crushed larynx and a, and a severed spinal column. Okay? Now, what they don't know, Curtis, is where it happened. They initially told us there was three stops, and he was supposedly keeping up some kind of ruckus. And then we started getting other things added to it. Well, he was he was he was he was he was he was banging around. He he was he was he was being disruptive, and we had to stop and and different things. Well, the um, what happened eventually was today they turned it over to the state. Uh, attorney to to for further investigation. They had ten days, Curtis, to do nothing but get their story together. The police department, the Baltimore Police Department. It didn't get out until somebody released the tape on social media. Okay, so here we are now. They've released the tape, and prior to that, Monday this past Monday, some kids got together and started tweeting on social media, organizing. A riot. I'm not going to call it a protest. It was not a protest. So here's where we are, Curtis. We've got people, we've been successfully divided, our people. We've been successfully divided. Now, anybody that's listening that's not of color, 
This is about you too, because police brutality is broader. It is a broader perspective. Tonight's focus for this moment is the fact that the media has successfully divided the black community, Curtis. Now we got mm-hmm. person A saying, "Well, no, this woman shouldn't have hit her child." While Freddie Gray is still a mystery. We got this person saying, "No, thugs. That's the new N word." So let's add that down to things that insult us. Let's put that down to capital T. Thugs is bad, while Freddie Gay, Freddie Gray remains a mystery. We've got people looking at specifics of the riot, talking about the the, the police and how they handle it, and we're split up, brother. We're all torn apart on this thing. So tonight's show, what CNN won't tell, won't, won't the things they won't tell you is. They're not going to tell you, and this is just my hypothesis, this thing is an organized theater. That You know, they call it a theater of the mind. It's an organized theater. We're being steered from city to city, but we're not finishing anything up. All those people that laid down and had those die-ins, Curtis, when Michael Brown, mm-hmm. what happened to that? What happened? What did we get out of the die-ins? So what are we going to do now? What's our next move? So, Wow. Opening the floor three two three seven eight four nine six three eight and Curtis man tell me um, I I just want to know your spin on what happened the last couple of days you've been keeping up with it I know you have oh most definitely Tony let me let me say this first of all you brought up the point about the the mother who was I mean it's nationwide footage how she uh, slapped her her son upside the head when because this is this is my take on that right there first of all if you notice. The young man, he had on a hoodie, a black hoodie, with a, a, a scarf or a bandana or whatever covering his face. But out of all of that, that mother knew her child. So mm-hmm. I commend that mother on not only knowing her child, but being proactive with her child. Now, some try to have the argument of, well, that was that, that could be child abuse or corporal punishment on a child or whatever the case may be. If I can speak frankly, right. I'm 43 years old. I come from the old school of where my mama, if she seen me acting a fool, it didn't matter where it was, it was going down right then and there. No questions asked. So, like you right. said earlier, the, the the mother handled it the best way she saw fit to as a mother. The child realized that he was wrong by his actions, and he understood his mother's rage at that moment in the heat of that passion or whatever the case may be. So, like you said, that's between that mother and child. But like I said, I'm from the old school well, my mama, God bless the dead, yeah. rest her soul, yes. my mama didn't care where we was, grocery store, church, amusement park, it didn't matter. If myself, <laughs> my matter. brother Carl, or my sister was acting a fool, it was going down wherever we was acting a fool at. So that's right. I commend that mother on that, and that's just my take on that. Now, that's just, right. as far as the video, I'm actually, I didn't see that video at least 12 times now. And you, you see that clearly when the police were surrounding Freddie Gray, that he was his leg was injured because as they dragged him, you can hear him screaming in agony, in pain, that his leg and you can just see the leg being limp. It wasn't no way he can fake that, you know. And people were, hey man, he's hurt, he's hurt, stop doing it, you know, or whatever the case may right. be. And they pretty much, when they threw him in the van, he was the only person in there. Now you had mentioned that they made three stops, but it was confirmed today that it was a fourth stop. Okay, mm-hmm. now you got these things, these these alleged accusations or reports, if you would, that he was, as you mentioned earlier, he was being disruptive or he was slinging himself 
up and down the walls of the van, this, that, and the third, and he died as we had as it been documented of a um, a crushed larynx. His throat, his voice box was crushed, and a severed spine. Now, and now they're saying, if you saw the reports today, that they found a hole in his head, supposedly in his skull, that fit the parameters of a bolt, a nut or a bolt right. that was inside the back of that van. Okay, now if he was, if let's just say hypothetically he did throw himself and messed up his back, severed his spine. That doesn't explain the crushed larynx, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. So he was able to talk and still screaming and being disruptive while he was in the van. So who's to say, and this is, I'm just shooting at the hip and being hypothetical. Who's to say that the, the officers were tired of him causing this ruckus and causing this thing, and they hit him in his throat. I mean, they hit, mm-hmm. they hit him everywhere else. Why they had him on the concrete while they were trying to put him in the van, you know, mm-hmm. and and they were talking about the autopsy is going to be released to this, that, and the third. Okay, fine. I applaud his family on they're going to conduct their own in, internal autopsy as well. I applaud them on that. Right. All right, let me let, let's fast forward. The students okay. that you mentioned earlier, they took the social media, which this social media we've done many shows. This social media could be the devil at times if not used. Correctly. Now, they did go to social media, and the, the, the term that they used was they were going to meet at the Mulholland Mall in Baltimore, and they were going to do a purge. And everybody knows that purge comes from the movie, Purge 1 and Part 2, where it was a 24-hour period where it was no law enforcement, nowhere. It was any crime imaginable went for 24 hours, and if you could survive through the night, then you could survive the rest of the time or whatever the case may be. So that's where they came up with this purge thing from. Now, uh, my only problem I had was when these kids, now you're talking about 13, 14, 15, 16-year-old kids, and these officers were not holding back from using the batons, the, the tasers, the stun guns, whatever the case. only thing they didn't use was pistols because they, they were being videotaped at that time too. Now, these kids, now, I said that they had misplaced anger, and, and this would correlate to the looting that was done. We all seen the video images. And what I said was it was misplaced anger that led to misplaced opportunity. And I stand by that. It was misplaced anger that led to misplaced opportunity that would lead to the looting and things of that nature. But it was a woman that was on CNN. And, you know, you notice how a lot of the leaders or high-profile dignitaries, they didn't show up until the the majority of the, the riots and, and the looting had them calmed down. It was a woman who said that, you know, uh, Pastor Jamal Bryant, he eulogized Freddie Gray and everything because he's from the city of Baltimore and whatnot. But a woman said something that struck me. She was like, where is Jamal Bryant and all the rest of the leaders when you had everyday individuals that were adults that were trying to keep the crowd calm, that were trying to tell the people that were looting, no, this is not the way to do it. Man, we tearing up our own city. These leaders didn't show up. And I don't care if I lose listeners from something for the fellas, but I got to keep it real. These leaders didn't show up. When they showed Jamal Bryant and the uh, the congressman from that area, they were downtown, nowhere near where no rioting was. So I kind of had a problem with that. If you're going to be a leader and that's your city that you so-called love, you should be there in the midst of it where it's going down at, in my opinion. Let them see you. You know, a lot of people have been coming – as it's been gradually more peaceful and things of that nature, 
But my question is, where were you at? Where it was going down? Then you know you got these 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 radio personalities that uh, Tom Joyner, Steve Harvey, you got Ricky Smiley, and things that they that have the means. Now they they are some of the most. Those three right there are some of the most revered on on air radio personalities out there, and they have the means to be anywhere. They have private jets. They have access to whatever to get anywhere on the globe in a matter of time. But you, 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 you in your own comfort zone, if I can use that terminology, you know what I'm saying. But right. you got regular individuals, which I applauded, that were there. You had members of, you had some of my Masonic brothers. You had the Nation of Islam. You had the gangs, which the 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 Crips, the Bloods, and the Black Gorilla family. These guys actually made a truce prior to any any reporters or anything knowing about it. They made a truce. In the projects of South Baltimore, amongst themselves, they all got together in the projects in their hood, in their comfort zone, and they made a truce before. The first report was that while these guys was making a truce, the report was that the gangs are rallying together to attack law enforcement, which was never the case. Yeah, it came out after the fact, but that's where we go with this media sensationalizing these stories to benefit their ratings boosts and things of that nature. So I mean, and as it, even right now as we speak, it's less than thirty minutes until the Baltimore curfew. But they're also doing a, 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 a protest in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, as we speak. Which, mm-hmm. when it started about an hour and a half, two hours ago, it was a clash between the Philadelphia law enforcement and a group of the protesters. Which they're still going. Well, of course, as we know, Baltimore is the only place that has a curfew, but they're still going live. They, as long as the police said, as long as they're peaceful. They can protest and march through the streets all night. So I commend the people that are taking up the fight, but the only problem, well, not the problem I have, the thing that I'm so passionate about that don't just be involved with something or wanting to speak out something while it's hot, while it's the flavor of the month. You know, we we did the show on Trayvon. The Trayvon thing damn near just completely died down. We did the show with uh, Eric Garner. We did the show with... Uh, the young man from uh, uh, from Cleveland, Amir. We did the show with Walter Scott, and now we're doing Freddie Gray. Tony, I'm really tired of doing these shows doing with shows, these people right. that that are being killed. And I said this on a Facebook post, and I had a lot of outpouring of opinions, if you would. And this is what I said. They asked me. I actually had to be in Montgomery on uh, Tuesday to take care of some. Um, and listening into the Army situations. And then when I got back, I took a nap because I had been gone, and I had 48 inboxes on my Facebook page. They are like, Curtis, man, what is your take and something for the fellas take on this whole Baltimore situation? And I'm going to get off my soapbox because I know you got a lot of people mm-hmm. want to get on the line, and I respect that. Mm-hmm. So I said this, it was five things. I said, first of all, we got to pray. And I said, I know people are saying, man, we all prayed out. I don't care. You still got to pray first and foremost, in my opinion. Okay. I right. said the second thing, I said the second thing, big bro, was that we have to have dialogue. You, mm-hmm. when you have these town hall meetings, city council meetings, or any type of forum or open meeting that's open to the public, you need to be there. You need to be seen. You need to be visible. You need to be heard. Okay. Then I said, you have to take initiative upon yourself. You know, don't wait till something happens and you want to wait for somebody else to take a stand. If, even if you do it on your own, 
Somebody going to see you, somebody going to hear you, and somebody just might side with you, but you got to take initiative. And this is where, this is what struck me so keenly, and I said this, and I said, and I probably lost a whole lot of people when I said it. I said another thing, if you ever involved with law enforcement, if they if they stopping you in your vehicle, if they approaching you on the streets, on feet, on bikes, motorcycles, whatever, it will not make you a punk. It will not make you a coward. It will not make you less of a man or a woman to try to handle that with a peaceful resolution. And I right. said that for this reason, right. Tony. A couple of days ago in Colorado, they started the trial of who? James E. Holmes. What did James E. Right. Holmes do? He opened fire in a theater on 400 people, killing 12 people. And you know why he's still allowed to face trial? Because he allowed himself to be apprehended. Right. <laughs> wow. Well, you know what? We got a call. Hold on, 517. I'm going to get to you in just a minute. I believe that's Michigan. And 213-323-784-9638. Tell us if you agree with oh, tell us if you agree with uh, the mom's decision. Tell us if you uh, got something you want to say, and we're gonna be right back after this. Don't go nowhere. To the one and only Soul. If you want to stay connected to the Soul of America Radio, download our free, yes, free mobile app. Go to any store on your smartphone that sells you apps, and you'll get it free. Absolutely 100% free. Matter of fact, not only is it free, but it don't cost anything. Check us out. Keep listening to the Soul of America Radio. You're listening to Tony Stollett on Soul. If you're listening via internet and you want to speak to the host, please dial 323-784-9638 and press 1 to be connected to the host. This is the Soul of America Radio. I did have some questions. And also, while we're waiting, uh, 323 
784-9638. Are they thugs? Were the kids thugs? Call us and let us know. Were they thugs? Were they criminals? Were they misplaced? Did they just have misplaced anger? Were they venting? What were those kids? Uh, is thugs the new N-word? 323-784-9638. Let us know what you think. Also, uh, they're thinking about closing. Uh, they're thinking about the schools in Baltimore actually thinking about punishing punishing the kids that were involved in the riot once they identified. Do you think that the schools need to punish those kids even though they were not at school? 323-784-9638. And Curtis on line two, we are speaking with a gentleman out of Michigan that goes by the name The Weed Warrior. How you doing tonight, sir? How you doing, Mr. Stallings, man? Hey, man, I'm just so enthralled with the show and the subject and the times. And uh, a reason I go by the Weed Warriors is that uh, I'm one of the guys who helped legalize marijuana, medical marijuana in Michigan. And I know the reason I do it is not because of money. It's because our black kids are going to jail all the time for it, you know? Um, this Eric, this this boy in, uh, in, in Baltimore here, somebody released his rap sheet, and all of his rap sheets talk about he was in possession of a dangerous drug. Okay, what was the dangerous drug? Okay, we got to go into more detail. Okay, and I was ten to one he was selling weed. He was selling weed, but if he was in Michigan, he could have a dispensary. But those kids are not thugs. You know what? If they're over 18, they should be registered to vote. And they need to rechannel their energy into voting because once you're a registered voter, you can change by through ordinances and uh, petitions and, you know, well, you know, except the legislature will not act. Hey, if you all ever showed up to the polls, man, you could change because the damn it, people, we don't vote. You know, who's standing in the goddamn right. line waiting for for uh, uh, Nikes, you know, instead of voting, you know, that kind of thing happens, you know? But, yeah. So you think he so we and and you think that contributed to it, or you just think that it, how do you think that correlated with it? Well, it's correlated because now I can believe in Maryland, you know, you could go in there and just, all right, put people in jail and, you know, and pretty soon they have another thing called asset forfeiture, right? Now, if you're in possession of marijuana, you can go and not only take the marijuana, but you can go and kick in the residence where that person lives and seize everything, never charge them for a crime. But, hey, you, you auction off their stuff, you get a profit from But with right, the young right. man there, these young people out here throwing stuff in the Baltimore schools, how dare you? You know, you're wrong. You're wrong. Yeah, what you think they about that? What you think about that? Do you think the school can go after these kids that were doing that? Well, I mean, the put it like this. I mean, to punish the kids for the being clowns and stuff with this age of video cameras, they they can get away with that Mickey Mouse stuff. But the real deal, they're missing the, the common cause. It's the disconnection between the youth and the government, see? The little guys out there, they say probably these companies in the town probably won't hire them, you know. 
Um, right, right, and, right. And this exercise is this black youth. It's black youth, and, and you've got some of your black leaders giving black on black crime and helping them aid and abet the BS, you know? It's a shame, but uh, I would hope those youth in Baltimore, if they're over 18, registered to vote and knock off the bullshit, you know, just overthrow, you know, vote that governor out of here. You know, you bring wow. it yourself, you don't show up. That's what you get, you know. And matter wow. of fact, so, in so Alabama, mm-hmm. in Alabama, yeah, the solution is to get up and get out and show up to vote. Alabama, hell okay. yeah, you know, they get ready to legalize free weed in Alabama. Did you know that, sir? Wow. You know, in wow. Alabama, well, well, all, all the, huh? Mm-hmm. No, no, go uh, ahead. Just tell my Alabama. I mean, they get ready to, the guy Bobby uh, Singleton, Senator Singleton, and Senator Ross, they get ready to push in a bill to legalize, okay? Well, man, and I, if, Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Well, Mr. Wee Warrior, I appreciate that. I hope that they should have they should have legalized it twenty years ago when I was smoking like a freight train. <laughs> <laughs> man, hey man, I appreciate the call, man. Stadium, huh? Yeah, we got some more callers, man, but I always appreciate you appreciate you calling, man. Uh go take another bong hit and hang in there and call us back, bro. All right, peace and love, man. Free the weed for the All right, man, don't go nowhere. Hang out and listen, man. Take take a bong hit and hang out and listen. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, brother. All right. Been knowing that guy a long time. Uh, area code, uh, let's go to area code 334. You're on Soul of America Radio, Tony Stalin Show with Curtis and Tony. What's up? Hi, Tony Stalin. Um, my name is Yolanda, and I'm excited to be on your show. I think it's an interesting show. I must say that I have to disagree that we can't blame the media for Mm -hmm. the divide. We can't blame the media for changing the focus. In in the case Mm -hmm. of Baltimore, the focus was changed when the children decided to start a riot, and the media just did what they do. They're going to play what's hot at the moment. But what we need to do is stop focusing on the result of the problem and focus on the problem. And the real problem is, like the previous caller stated, that there there are no laws. There are no laws in place that hold police officers accountable for this police brutality. And until we go to our legislators and make them do their job, then the problems are going to stay. There are going to be more Police officers killing people and and not having an answer to it. So until you said Yolanda, that happens, right? you said, yes. You said Yolanda. Yes. Okay. Let, let me ask you this though. Now I agree with you on the voting part. I mean, on the uh, going to our legislature's part. But the problem, I think, is a lot like similar to what was in Ferguson. They weren't voting. You had registered people in Ferguson that just were not voting for these people that make the decisions. So then again, exactly. I, I see what you're saying, but we still are putting the, the, the efforts together. You can be registered, but if you're not voting, it don't mean nothing. Exactly, and they are part of the criminals. They're the criminals with the police. If you're a registered voter and you do not vote, you're a criminal. You're responsible for the Freddie Graves and the Trayvon Martin. If you're not let, registered to vote, you're, but those are the people that's out there marching, you know, the ones that can't even sit on a, a jury because you're not registered to vote. And but let, you let me have say to, why know, I go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no. Go ahead and finish your point. 
That, that's what I was saying. They're, they're, the one, they're part of the problem, too. So until some laws are changed, until we encourage people to get out there and vote and educate them on why why you're registering to vote. Okay, are you familiar with this that happened in this state? This is why it's important that you need to vote because the same thing can happen in Alabama. But if you don't have a voice, you won't be able to make a difference. And let me tell you this. Did you know on April the 27th, while CNN was filming the rioters, did you know that there were 10,000 people peacefully protesting in downtown Baltimore that people Mm. ran out on and spit on, but they Mm. didn't get violent back with them? Did you know that? I had no clue they spat on the people. Yeah, I know. You know why? No. Because CNN focused on the black kids rioting. They didn't focus on the white people spitting on the black people. So now we're sitting here going, yeah, this mother pulled her child out. Yeah, she she, she, she used bad force. No, she was a good mother. We're focusing on the N-word being a new, uh, I'm sorry, the thug, a thug being a new N-word. So we're divided. Look at what's going on as a result of the N-word being put out like that on CNN. That went out on CNN exclusively That uh, when that uh, when that uh, senator, I think it was senator, said that, well, the, uh, thug is the new N-word. Well, they took that right. into social media, and they split it down the middle. Some people on my page are going, no, it's not, the, uh, it, it doesn't matter. And, and some people are going, yeah, it does. And then they were looking at this young lady. Uh, what, what, she hit a child. Uh, no, she shouldn't have done that. That's what I mean by the media split us. Does that help us but a little where bit? Were Does the that people with the cell, where were the people with the cell phones? You know, where, you know, whoever filmed their mother with their camera, where were the people when the other people were being spat on? Where was where was the cell phone now, snapping videos can, of can, that to can, get yeah. it out there? Hey, Tony, can I interject real quick? Please, please. Uh, first of all, Ms. Yolanda, I. I I applaud you for your comments, but there were actually eight different uh, cell phone footages that showed when they had the peaceful riots in downtown, and it was uh, it was one bar named O'Malley's. It was uh, right. another bar, the Come and Sit and Join Us bar. It was actually four bars in a row in downtown uh, Baltimore because, you know, Tony and I, we're sticklers on doing our research when we do these shows, but mm-hmm. the cell phone footage is – that were released to CNN, to MSNBC, to uh, yep. Fox News, were not aired. They were released right. to those news affiliates, but were not aired. So how can Some you say? So, mm-hmm. so how can you say that the media is not being divisive? So boycott them, boycott okay, CNN. But, right. And you know, you boycott but them. But I, I don't, I don't, I just don't want people to sit here and be you know, of that mindset that the media is not being divisive when they're being totally divisive. They don't want to show the positivity, but they want to focus on all the negativity. That's the only right. point I'm trying to make oh, when yeah. it comes to that media. And then, so I agree we can't with that. Say, they do that all the time. Right. So, but, oh, yeah. you know, and I'm, and I'm not harping on you. you. You made a comment that we can't blame the media. Totally the media's fault for being divisive. Now, I don't know if you did that unintentionally or whatever the case may be. I'll just sit here taking my notes as we're going on with the show, but that's what a lot of people across the country are not aware of, 
And, oh, yeah, I, I called the names of the bars out and everything because I'm going to put it out there. I'm all about facts and putting it out there as it really happens. But I commend you and, on being as passionate as you are and standing by your convictions. So I definitely commend you on that. And you know mm-hmm. what, Yolanda? Uh, mm-hmm. The, mm-hmm. the first thing that CNN reported with involving the Crips and the Bloods, because I was listening to this, and Curtis mm-hmm. brought this out earlier. They were reporting that the Crips and the Bloods and some other group, a prison group, the Guerrilla Blacks or the Black Guerrillas, mm-hmm. were plotting to kill cops. Yeah, what'd you say, Curtis? It was the Black Guerrilla Mafia. That's right. They reported that they were united to kill cops. That was a lie. They were getting their information off social media, and they went with it. And so you had people on Facebook and, and these social medias going, that's a shame. We don't need to be uh, uh, gang-banging at a time like this. But then other people were putting out the truth, saying, no, they're, you, they're, they're out in the street, Yolanda. They were mm-hmm. out there saying, y'all need to go home. Y'all don't right. need to do this. Y'all need to get back. But see, CNN had had me really at one time thinking that, oh, my God, they're going to go out there shooting cops. So we're sitting at home behind our computers tapping out little things about it, like sort of like uh, electronic commentaries. And we became, on, I know on my page, you had some people saying that, uh, well, uh, this is the way it is with those gang members. And you had other people saying, no, this is the way it is. See, CNN, I'm not I'm not just picking on CNN, but that's who's focusing on this right now. They are caring for ratings. They don't care, and I hate to put it like this, but I'm just going to go and put it where the ghost can get it. They could care less about Freddie Gray. They need the ratings. Freddie Gray's death ain't as sexy as blacks tearing up a city. It's not. Not to them. So they are dividing the black community. Basically on my on my thing on, on my mm-hmm. what I see for ratings and also do you what do you think about the school saying that they're gonna punish those kids for being out what what is your take on that for being out oh let me I I'm think sorry the school, um, the, go ahead go ahead go ahead the the children should be punished because what they're criminal well the behavior is criminal. But they these criminals, so they de- do need to be accountable. But they are children, so where are the parents? Let me ask you this. You if, and I'm gonna go mm-hmm. to the next caller after okay. this nine oh four. Let me ask you this: if 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 you you don't sound like you got a child uh, would have a child old enough, but let's assume that you got a child uh, about sixteen in school, and this child gets out of school and goes and steals a car. Can the school prosec- uh, uh, punish him for stealing that car? I don't know. Now, the school, if they were on school property at the time it happened, now if they're out of school, right. then, I mean the school's hands right. should be off. They shouldn't have any any control or any. They shouldn't be able to punish the kids for what they they weren't on school time. So well, now that, since they weren't, it's parents that are responsible. Yeah, I don't think right. the, the schools have anything to do with it. But the parents but, but check should this be out. punished. But check this out. Even if the parents were involved and this person went out and stole a car, they're going to still go to jail if they get caught. Parents are no parents. Well, that's what's happening here. These kids were destroying city vehicles, which is a felony. Okay, the right. school is saying we 
are going to punish them when law enforcement actually needs to be hunting them down and putting them in jail for creating a felonious act. Who gives a God? Who cares if they, in other words, if they're tearing up city vehicles, why is the school going after them when the city is looking for them to put them in jail for a felony? Who cares if the school says, we're going to give you uh, two weeks, uh, we're going to suspend you three days after you go to jail for that felony? Go ahead, go ahead. Let's let's keep in mind that when these kids put on social media that there was going to be a purge, they told everybody that the meeting place was where? The Mahalan Mall. Mm-hmm. Right? Right. So they're right. totally off of school property, off of school district, right. off of school whatever. So the school really doesn't have a, a, a leg to stand on as far as that case goes. Now, and I agree with that. Be, being that they are youth and that they are minors, let's keep in mind that Nine times out of ten, even if they are brought upon charges, if they have no prior convictions, then what's going to be happening? They'll be released into the custody mm-hmm. of the parents. And then it's going to be up to that whoever has that parental guardianship to deem whatever punishment they feel is necessary, or whatever the case may be. But let me ask mm-hmm. this question. Hey, Tony, have you ever heard of Dealworth Park? Dealworth Park? No, I, I, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Miss Yolanda, have you he- ever heard of Dealworth Park? Dealworth, no. Okay. Point. Now, and, and this is the point I'm going with that. Dealworth Park in Baltimore, Maryland, they had a rally, a peaceful rally of 1,800 people that was put on by the 300 black men of Baltimore, the Bloods, the Crips, the Black Gorilla family, and they had no footage of that rally. And that rally lasted right. for six hours. Now they okay, had no police present. They yeah. had they had no police present. There was not one fight, not one argument. The folks had music playing. They had barbecue going. They were doing line dancing, and I didn't even know they did That's line right. dancing in Baltimore like that. But this thing was put on by these gangs. These gangs that supposedly joined together to to hurt and harm law enforcement. But see again, CNN wow. didn't air that. MSNBC, Fox News. Any other affiliate? The local affiliate in Baltimore didn't even air it. But what happened? The people that was there took took video footage with their cell phones, and they wouldn't even allow that. But if somebody would have sent in a video footage, peaceful protest rally turns violent, it would have been shown on every outlet oh. in the world. So are you, saying that the local, are you saying that the local, local news stations didn't air it either? The, the, the local news stations were too focused on the – the downtown, not the downtown, on the parts of the Baltimore where the riots took place, where the police were still staged, where the 5,000 National Guard troops were being manned. That's what they were concerned with. They were concerned about this peaceful rally. Oh, they're not doing nothing over there. So we're not going to worry about okay. what they're doing. Now, that's my point. So why, why can we, how can we say CNN is the divide? It's, it's everybody. It's every media outlet, whether it's a major one or a small we, one. We, we didn't just... We, we didn't just pinpoint one. We said media as a right. whole is being divisive. Right. Now, we, we just named a few of them. Okay, I'm thinking it's just like seeing, yeah. you know, media, but no, 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 what no. CNN is not showing, but it's all of them. If the local would have took the opportunity to show the positive, then you would have people seeing, well, okay, please. hey, this is this is not it. So yeah, it's it's everybody, but we can't blame the actions is what's dividing. These people are doing their job. Yeah. 
You know, they're doing they're their jobs, and that's what I say. The media is doing their job. They're going to do, as, yeah. as Tony said in the beginning, what's hot for right now. So it's up to us to choose what we're going to watch and what we're, what we're going to gonna go with. Forget looking at that and go out and, and do the positive and, and don't worry about the nigga sitting there watching. Have, have, mm-hmm. have you ever heard one of the other news media agencies like NBC or whatever say, CNN reports, blah, blah, blah. CNN reports. When when President Obama was first elected, I wasn't watching CNN. But one of the uh, other stations, I believe it was NBC, says it's been reported by CNN mm-hmm. that Obama has won. I flipped to an ABC station. They were reporting what CNN said. But you don't ever hear CNN say NBC said. You don't ever exactly. hear CNN say ABC said. So the reason I put out CNN is because for some reason these other news agencies will take a story from CNN as gospel. Mm-hmm. And and but you are absolutely right. You are one hundred percent right. It's media uh, 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 everywhere. It's a, it's media as an outlet. It's not just CNN. Yolanda, I Claire, you 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 Thanks. are a good call. Keep listening. Call back. We got another. Um, one we're going to go to after this break. Thank you for Great. calling, okay? Okay, thank you. Bye-bye. Hang, hang in there. Don't hang up, though, okay? Right. Hey, hello? I'm still here, bro. Oh, okay, okay. We're going to be right back after this quick commercial break, and she hung up anyway. <laughs> Call back, Yolanda. Call back and listen to the rest of the show. 904, right after this break, you're on with Curtis. And Tony. We're going to be right back because we are fighting the power tonight. Radio. If you're holding right now on the phone and you want to make a comment, press 1. That will put you in a caller's queue. Our engineer will see that you want to get on the air and they'll put you in contact with the host. Otherwise, if you want to listen online, just go to www.soulofamericaradio.com and look for live stream or just simply follow the instructions. Also, if you see a link to this anywhere on Facebook, that is a live stream post. Thank you for your cares. Thank you for your contacts and concerns. We are the soul of America Radio. I'm Tony Sullivan the second, and I'm fighting the power with Soul of America Radio.
323-784-9638 and you will be connected. And now, welcome back as we fight the power right here on the Tony Starling Show on the Soul of America Radio. I can see, 
I have never heard, and I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to pull the race card. Anybody that's listening that's not black, I promise you, I'm not pulling the race card. I have never heard all these people that are not of color that have committed crimes. The schools have never said they're going to go prosecute them. Have you heard of that? No, no, no. This is a new one. You know, I think every everything is, is is you know every time things like this happen, it becomes a new. You know, and I know that people are tired of the abuse, you know, but regardless of what, I don't care how tired they are or how tired we are, we must stay the course of righteousness, and eventually things will change. You know, things are not going to just change overnight or over a year or whatever. You know, nothing is going to change if we are behaving as poorly as the police are. You know, this is what they want us to do. You know, they want us to continue doing what we're doing so they can continue their abuse. So they can say, you know, okay, right. look at them. That's what I told you. This is how they are. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. And so do now, you I also agree? You also talking about the media. Yeah, what do you think about that? Oh, yeah. I'm, oh, my goodness. The media play a major role in exacerbating any negative situation. You know, and depending on, now, depending on the situation for me would determine which network is the problem. You know, sometimes the CNN is a problem. I mean, uh, for the Sanford case with, uh, what's his name, the, the guy with the hood on, um, um, the little young guy, Trayvon Martin, for me, uh, Fox News was a problem, you know. So for me, depending on the situation would depend on which uh, network that I'm more dissatisfied with. You know, and like the one girl said, you know, they're all out there for ratings, ratings and those awards, you know, so... You know, I think they should do a lot better. And I think, you know, for the local media, if the local media would make it a standard operating procedure to focus on the positives in these types of situations, because the local media reaches more people. You know, I, I think that would be great for everyone. Yeah. Tony, are you still there? I think I might be having a bad connection. Are you still there, Tony? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, I muted myself <laughs> like a real smart gentleman. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Kurt, that's why yeah. Curtis, I'm talking to myself, right? <laughs> okay, I <laughs> muted myself. I, and I'm going, Curtis? Vaughn? Curtis? <laughs> anyway, <laughs> see, the, the situation is this. There was a lady, uh, and, 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 and this wasn't, CNN didn't really focus on this. She's talking about positives. After those first riots, that one lady came with a garbage can, and this is not on CNN. You have to go dig into uh, media to find As a matter of fact, I got it on the soulofamericaradio.com. If you go to our blog, click on the first link. It's a lady with a garbage can in a whole big street full of crap, picking up paper one at a time. One lady, one lady, walking around with a broom sweeping up with 50 cops standing around her. There was a picture of one little kid. Walking around with water. Now they, they had some more, yeah. handing them to the police officers, black kids. Yeah, that, that wouldn't do well on CNN, not for what they were trying to do. There was people. That, there were several people, dozens of them, cleaning up in front of the CBS. They said, "No, our kids messed it up. We gonna clean it up." What they didn't show you was that the older generations got out that next day and told those kids. Over us, you got to come over us. 
to do this today. You got to go by our bodies to get to them today. They didn't. They didn't show that. They didn't want to see that. That's positive. There was a guy out there doing. An, I'm getting feedback from somebody. Uh, yes, I see if I can there. isolate it. Okay. Okay. When when there, there was a guy out there doing MJ impersonations to give the crowd some entertainment. While they were, I mean, when they got a little rowdy, he was out there doing M, M, Michael Jackson impersonations, dancing with music, trying to, and they played "Beat It." In other words, get you get it, beat it, beat it, bye. And he was dancing, trying to get the crowd's mind off of doing what they wanted to do. There was a group of older people walking up with the arms locked, going, "Go home." There were people standing between the police. And and the rioters going, don't give them a reason. Go home. None of that. Matter of fact, if CNN saw something like that, you should have seen them cameras breaking their neck trying to get away. They didn't want to get up. They didn't want to. They didn't want to catch that. But hold on, we got yeah. twenty twenty minutes left. I'm gonna get uh, Eric code nine zero four. Hold on, Vaughn. Not not nine zero four. Nine one six. Is that you? Nine one six on the air is the. I'm not I got it. I got it. Uh, is uh, Miss O, you there? Yes, I'm here. Welcome to the Soul of America Radio. We just lost Curtis, but he'll call back. Welcome to the Soul of America Radio. How you doing? Thank you, Tony. I'm I'm great. How are you? I'm all right. And, and y'all I, just for the, just for the just for your knowledge, this ain't this ain't Oprah Winfrey. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I I I hate you lost Tony because I mean uh, uh, Curtis because I did want to congratulate him on that successful voter registration gr- uh, drive that was great that was really oh, great yeah. I just wanted to say to him yeah. to please stay prayed up because um, you know people like Senator Sessions we know they are no joke and they can play hardball and they can come across as Mr. Nice guys but you know uh, and stuff so oh, yeah. anyway yeah. as far as that is. Uh, Concerned, I, you know he. Yeah, he gonna get back it. on. He he dropped. He'll be back on in a minute. I'm gonna let you thank him. Sweat his head up a little bit more. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, as far as the um, news media outlets are concerned, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. they are propaganda tools. They are propaganda tools. They serve mm-hmm. a purpose, and that is to sway right. public opinion. Amen. They, put things out according to how their owners, the owners of the stations, uh, want to sway opinion. If they want to sway us as to looking at a bunch of bad folks, that's what they put out. If they want to uh, sway this woman beating her kid as the way to, you know, uh, uh, black folks should be raising their kids. That's what they're going to put out. I'm not saying anything about what she did. Okay, I'm not saying that. I'm neither negative or positive regarding that. I'm not talking about. I'm, I'm just saying what the media mm. after, after this event. Uh, ABC had her on. Uh, CBS had her on. CNN oh, yeah. had her yeah. on. You know, all these outlets had her on. I think it was what a regular parent would have done. Nothing more than what a regular parent would have done. One day of of talking with her probably should have been enough. You yep. don't want to. I don't think it's anything to swell her head up about. 
I don't think it's anything to swell the kids up or demean the kid about. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, you know, I one day of coverage for it and then let it go, because any parent probably would have did the same thing. And you know, I was and, thinking, Opina, the same thing, and I told Curtis at the beginning of the show uh, that the 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 mother did that with the child. Okay, CNN hunted them down and found it. And the child said, I understand. The mom mm-hmm. said, I did it because I love my child. I didn't want him to be like Freddie Gray. And right. so that was it, all right? And that's between that mother and that child. But CNN right. focused it and focused it, and now it's worldwide. And they are distracting us. Right. We're, we're, we're here looking at a, we're here talking about parenting issues on some of these talk shows, I, I kid you not, I'm a I'm an avid talk show listener on on Sirius XM, and there are shows dedicated today on parenting in Black America. We look, they're that's not talking about Freddie Gray. That's parenting on Black in Black America. There are shows discussing the new N word because CNN interviewed someone that said that, and they just grabbed it and ran with it. So that's I agree with the intent. To get us away yeah. from Freddie Gray. To get yeah. us away from this man being killed by cops. That's the intent. That's the propaganda. Mm-hmm. And they do it, you know, every other week. Every other week that it is in the media that a black man or person has been killed. Did you see what I'm saying? They yeah. report that incident for a couple of days, but then there's this thing that takes it away from that. And that's their intent to do that. The public's opinion so that you will get away from the actual event so that when they change the narrative and they're changing the narrative, you won't be thinking about uh oh that cop killed that kid anymore. You'll be thinking about all these other things of course the economics in the black community. You know what I'm saying? The poor black neighborhood. The poor black neighborhood been around all the time. You wouldn't talk about it, you know. Well, you talk about it all the time, too, but it wasn't, you know, on the front burner now. Why Why is the poor black neighborhood on the front burner now? Only because you want to get away from the actual event of the cops kill the man. Period. Yeah, and, and right. that's absolutely correct. Absolutely correct. And that's what I've always said too. You know, if we know these things, then why do we give them this uh, tool to use against us? You know, we know that they're going to be, you know, try to exacerbate uh, the riots and the looting. You know, instead, the tool you know, is we there. The tool is theirs already. They own the media. Sure. Now we had our own black stations. You see what I'm saying? We could yeah, control. Yeah, I, I do. But, but what, what, what I'm is saying is that if we didn't do that, if we behaved. Um, graciously, you know, and just, you know, did peaceful protest, peaceful assembly, then the media would have no other choice but to uh, report that. Well, let me say this. Uh, Enough pressure will burst any pipe. Okay. If we are put under enough stress, I, I don't know. I've had a lot of stress in my life. And at certain times, I have broken Okay, we as a people are expected to handle tremendous amounts of stress that other cultures, and especially the white culture, 
would not would not handle. Okay, there have been, I mean, from the time of the Boston Tea Party with them fighting against Britain, you see what I'm saying? No, yes. they're going to have their uprising, and they're going to fight, and they're going to fight with guns. But you know, I see that on a lot of applications also. One of the, I, I remember, uh, you know, uh, certain, when you're being evaluated, especially like in, in certain, uh, on certain jobs, one of the uh, evaluation points is, how well do you handle stress? How well do you work under pressure? I mean, these are some things that we got under, got to work on, and I understand what you're saying because that is true. You know, you can only bend a person so far before they will break. You know, but what, what we have to do, we have to figure out a way, you know, to come to a table, some type of a round table, and figure out how do we get this thing in perspective because right now we're out of control. The whole situation is totally out of control. I mean, from well, uh, what we're doing, the police, is out of control. I'm going to tell you what they're using and in conjunction, because uh, I think you mentioned, uh, Oprina, about um, the media, and I think, Vaughn, you were talking about uh, not, use, not allowing them to do it. Well, listen to what they do. CNN and other medias, I don't want to just focus on CNN, but CNN and other medias, are working in conjunction with Instagram and Twitter. I'm not saying there's no conspiracy. Uh, that's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying that they can put a tweet out. Just they don't have Curtis dropped again, but he'll be back. They can put a tweet out and just throw it out there. And do you know that tweet will retweet and retweet, and then it'll break off in Instagram and it'll break off in Facebook, and boom, it's all over. It's trending, as they say. Mm-hmm. And they will take that energy from the trending. And build on it with the live news, and next thing you know, everybody's talking about the riots. Everybody's right. talking about right. uh, uh, right. The, the 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 mother. That mother. Let me say, they just happen to catch on film, and the guy just kind of carried with it a little bit. And do you know they mentioned it because CNN was the one filming it, and then they thought that's a story. So they went and they got a footage and they put it on. Instagram and uh, Twitter, it migrated to Facebook. When it got hot in social media, then they went with it. And now they got another distraction. So I believe that you're both right. I believe it's, I do believe it's a distraction. But I believe that with the power, I think it was Malcolm X that said the media has the power to make a person guilty or to make a person innocent. Right. And they also have the power to tell us what to think. They tell us mm-hmm. what we think. Look, look at the power of the media in nineteen uh, in the sixties with the civil riots. Nobody had heard of anything until Selma, Alabama, when they beat them that day with the cameras present, and everybody was like, "Wow, you mean they're beating people for the right?" They had seen people get beat before, but this time it was on national. TV and the mm-hmm. world saw it. Right. See now we don't have to wait on on media to come down. We could just put out a cell phone and post it on YouTube. Boom, it's out there. So so they they are using these things. They are using these things to promote it and to uh and to catapult us into another place. Hold on just a second, both of you. I'm going to get Curtis back because he dropped out, and we're going to take a quick break, and I'm going to be right back. Don't hang up, ladies. I'm going to be right back after this quick commercial break.
America Radio. Every Monday night at 9 o'clock p.m. Eastern, 8 o'clock Central, you can check out Hope and Healing, A Journey to Wholeness with your host, J.R. Thicklin, as he deals with the issues of domestic violence. Every Monday night. Check him out right here on SOAR. Are you listening to this show on the Internet? If so, you're probably seeing some advertisements. Please click on those advertisements as they help us to continue to bring you the best in soulful talk radio. Thank you very much. Hello, everybody. My name is Towns Douglas, and I am fighting the power on the soul of America Radio. Listening to Tony Starlet on Soar. If you're listening via internet and you want to speak to the host, please dial 323-784-9638 and press 1 to be connected to the host. I guess Curtis just fell off the face of the earth. He tried to get in twice <laughs> and went overboard. That's cool. <laughs> He'll make it back. Welcome back to the Soul of Mac Radio, Tony Stalin Show. And tonight, it's a bunch of y'all out there, and we've got um, quite a few. i tell you what, the time is limited. Uh, what we're going to do is we're going to stick where we are. Uh, and uh, we've been talking about the Freddie Gray killing and we've been talking about the Baltimore riot. Baltimore riot. I purposely stayed, tried to tried to keep the show more toward uh, the the uh, Freddie Gray situation. And so I'm gonna shift gears a little bit, uh, Vaughn and Oprina, because uh, Curtis is trying to get back. I'm shifting gears a little bit. Uh, today there was some uh, new information uh, about the case, and it went to the um, it uh, actually went to the Attorney General. They were supposed to give it uh, to the state attorney general on tomorrow, but they were a day early, and so it has um, officially now um, been turned over. They gave us some new information, and they turned it over to, uh, excuse my expression, a hell of a state attorney, Marilyn Mosby, uh, Mosby, Mosby, and um, she is going to be very fair and impartial. Nobody is really concerned that she's going to be biased. And it's going to get serious now. Uh, my question is, and I'm going to let uh, Vaughn go at this first. Um, if tomorrow, everybody's waiting tomorrow to see what's going to happen. Everybody's saying tomorrow we're going to find out. Do you think if we don't get anything by tomorrow, do you think they're going to disrupt again? Do you think they're going to just go off again? Well, I, of course I do. I, I mean, in my opinion, you know, some of them are just opportunists. 
They're looking for reasons to just go off the hinge, and we know this. But I believe that there are some fair-minded people out there as well, and once they get information, some some type of a relevancy to the case, you know, maybe they may back off. Some of those uh, uh, right-minded people. But you, we got some people that are just going to go off anyway, and we know the police know that, and we know this. But my major point is this. Voting helps a lot. Felons can't vote. So what these young people and some older people are doing is eliminating their right to vote. Rioting, right. rioting and that looting is a sure way to catch a case. You know, and, and it's, it's no, it's, I am so glad they finally appointed the attorney, the attorney general. That was a step in the right direction. But we also need more lawyers, policemen, mayors, and politicians, you know, in our community. So and to, uh, a short and sweet answer would be yes and no. Some will right. and, and some won't. And the thing about this is we're, we're, we're just putting, there's so much a bigger issue here. I mean, we're talking about, like like Curtis said, we're talking about Freddie Gray, and we're going from Walter Scott. And we, the bigger issue here is that there is a rise not only among black people, but there's a rise of police brutality. Then there's a rise more so of police brutality against black people. And the bigger picture is we're solving, we're putting little fires out all over town running with CNN, but the main thing is that we've got to sit down at some point and educate our children on how to handle law enforcement. You don't put on a ski mask and go out and throw rocks at them. You don't do that, but that's what they're showing on TV. It's okay. It's, it, you know, it gives them that power on TV and the juice. But that's not what you do in real life. You don't run when you see the police. I I, I don't know why Mr. Gray was running, and law enforcement, frankly, didn't give a rat's behind why he was running. They chased him because they made eye contact. That's all well, it takes. Well, you have, you have um, your uh, officials. Uh, and and your uh, elitists in your black communities that don't stand up for their people to me as they should. Take for instance the black. Uh, okay, the kids broke the windows in the in the cop cars and stuff. Okay. Uh, well, our tax dollars pay for them cop cars. You know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, those cop cars are are paid for by the tax dollars of the people of the community. Okay, so so if they if they if they took out their anger on the cops car if the folks stood up for the rioters, yes, they was wrong but they were expressing their anger. And so if they took up for them, I I'm just kind of curious as to why as you know, nobody has put anything on it, and I would be one of the first people to, to donate, uh, but I know there's only certain things that you can uh, put forward to uh, uh, ask for donations for. A GoFundMe account to help bail these kids out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because they're going to need, a lot of them don't have the money to, to you know, for for the attorney that they're going to need for even not only that, but just to bail out of jail. 
Right. You know, I mean, well, right. we, we were doing a lot of what a lot of us are scared to do. Yeah, but the thing is, you know, our problems goes. Our, our problems are are knee deep and a mile wide, in in our communities. Mm-hmm. It, it, they really are. You know, and you know, where do we start? I mean, I have I have my thoughts, you know, on right. where we start, but you know, it, it'll take it'll take a, a a week to get it all out and to, even to put it on paper because we we have. I mean, I, you said with the taxes and stuff. Of course, you know, our tax dollars are, are paying for this, but you know, we have to start in the home. That is my opinion. We got to start in the home. I have a I have a 22 year old son. My son would would never do that. And and I and I mean I really believe that for him to do that it it would right. it would probably take an act of God to make him do that because he knows oh. that that's not how you know Hold on he a knows that I probably like Toya Grant. Hold on a minute. We got thirty. We got twenty five seconds, and then we're gonna lose the internet audience. If you're listening on the internet, go to that number three two three seven eight four nine six three eight, and you can stay in the overtime. We're gonna be in overtime just a minute. We're gonna lose you in about thirty seconds, about fifteen seconds. So if you're listening online. Call us up. You continue the conversation. Go ahead. What were you saying now? No, I'm just saying it started. It started in the home. You know, we got to start fixing this thing in our homes. You know, education is. I've always said that education is the key. You know, and, and when when people are hurting and they're sad and they're jobless, you know, they want to express their anger. I understand that, but we got to help them out of this. And even the president has has instituted this two year free uh, college uh, initiative. I mean, maybe they don't know about it because I think the biggest problem in the African-American community for me coming up was access to information. I had no access to information. And I think that this is what's going on with these young folks, these community leaders, whoever they are in in Baltimore and even here. You know, I I do my best to try to get this out to as many young people as I can about access to information. Let me know what you need, you know, to help, help you out of this Impoverished situation because as long as you stay there, these are the type of things that, that are going to happen. No ifs, ands, but if they're going to happen because you're going to be angry and you're going to go out and you're going to be stealing because you're mad and even if you're hungry, you, you're going to go out there and you're going to steal. But I believe now some people are going to fall through the cracks regardless. But access to information, uh, stay in school, get a good education, you know, and and try to pull yourself up by the bootstraps and don't let anyone. Tell you no. When someone says no to you that sh- or push you down, that should be like a ladder to say, I'm going to show you. you know? Right. right. See, what I'm hearing is, what I'm hearing is, it doesn't matter the cause, you have to deal with it. It doesn't matter the cause, we have to suck it up and deal with it. Mm-hmm. If they killed my brother, I just have to suck it up and deal with it. You know, that that's, that's what I'm hearing. No, no, that's not that, that's not what I'm saying at all. So, what I'm saying is, let's try to change this dynamic. You know, let's try to change this dynamic. But you know, we can't change it by ourselves. They're the ones who's going to have to do the majority of the changing, because they got it in their head, like you were saying, that that thug mentality. And a majority of these kids are not thugs. They are just uh, uh, young folks who are not being heard. I think that a lot of it, and you know, Baltimore had a history with that um, impoverished uh, neighborhood, and they had the haves and the have-nots. Um, so I, I heard on some of the the uh, media, but I think that what we need to do is get off our butts 
quit waiting on riots, you know, because people, it, it, it pisses me off when people wait on riots to decide we need to do voting registration. We need to get off your butts, mm-hmm. attend city council meetings, go to city council meetings, get involved before the riots. Don't wait until the riots happen and then start voting registration and then start saying we need to get involved. That's what they did in Ferguson. Well, we know what the trend is now. We know what we see what's going on. Number one, I think one of the good solutions is go to city council meetings. Don't sit back and let other people get involved with your city. Go to city council meetings. Register I, I, to vote. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I, what were you saying? I, I agree with you, Tony. I was um I was listening. Like I tell you, I'm back in Alabama now, and I was listening to the city council meeting yesterday uh, of the Selma city council meeting, and they were discussing uh, the um, uh, the thing that they just had here in Selma about the Battle of Selma. They were discussing whether it, you know, whether it's appropriate to have it or whether it was not appropriate to have the Battle of Selma. Well, one reason because they lost the battle. So why, you know, that was a curiosity of mine. They lost the battle. So why are you having a, a celebration to, you know, right. uh, right. but still, uh, we know that we are divided. And so if those people want to celebrate that, that's okay with me. I, I don't care. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But right, right. If, that's the, if that's the gist of the meeting, not just, Yes, you absolutely have to be involved with city council meetings because that's what's going on in your city, so you have to be aware. You need to be aware. But also organizations that apply to your people, organizations, and there are many of them, that apply and discuss the needs and stuff of your people. You need to get involved with some organizations, too. Not only that, with the with the with this social media, you can involve yourself in uh, Facebook groups. Uh, you can do uh, certain things with social media and have meetings from the comfort of your own home, which I would rather see it in person. But we have it available. It's something that yes. you can do. Yes. Was you saying something, Vaughn? Did I cut you off? Oh no, uh, no, I'm just saying right. Okay, and then number two, and that's and that was a good point, Oprina. Number two. Uh, and and this is something that is it, it, neither here nor there. Register to vote. Get off your butt and register yeah. to vote. Get get away from CNN and stop waiting on riots to to get to register. It shouldn't take a riot. Or it shouldn't take a person dying. It shouldn't take a person getting shot by a cop for you to decide. I'm going to go to city council meetings and I'm going to register to vote. And number three, the most important thing, Ferguson. Out the city of Ferguson, after all this stuff happened in Ferguson with, with Michael Brown, they had an election, and they put black people, more black people in office, and we all know Ferguson was predominantly black. But guess what? Only 6% of the people of Ferguson went and registered to vote. That means that people just got off their butts and voted. They put people in office that was sensitive to the needs of the majority of the people. So what did we learn from that? We learned that they were sitting around, not voting. These 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 Jim Crow thinking people got in office, and 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 had authority over predominantly black city, and had a good old boy network. 
Why? Because we didn't vote. Were we registered to vote? Yes. I know we were registered to vote because only 6% of the people registered to vote after Michael Brown was killed. So it took the death of a teenager for us to go vote? Those three, those three things right there really tee me off when I think about how we get on TV and, 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 and want to do all this stuff about what's happening, but we won't go to city council meetings, we won't register, and we won't get off our, our butts and vote. It takes a teenager dying. Isn't that something? Right. That's what it I takes. I agree. I agree. And even That's what it takes. take Baltimore. Take Baltimore, for instance. Baltimore has a black mayor, a black chief uh, uh, commissioner, police commissioner, a uh, black uh, DA, uh, and yet their police force, uh, uh, it, it's a little bit less than 50% as far as their police force, but that's you know, neither here nor there. But their police force is still committing these heinous acts against black people, you know, uh, and stuff. And, and how is, you, you think of going back to going to the city council meeting, you know, how are these idiots, how are these evil people being hired for these jobs? You know, who's doing the hiring? Mm-hmm. You, you have to look at putting somebody in place, putting systems in place, to get good people, good people into those policemen jobs. And by good people, I mean people who can do the job, yes, but I also mean not people with hateful hearts. Right, right. Well, I'm going to tell you what, we have gone over on the time, and uh, we were in overtime, which means that only people on the phone can hear us. Now the Internet audience is gone, and I want to thank, both of you for hanging out with me, uh, and we're gonna, I'm going to do another show Saturday in a different gear, and I invite you to join me because I really I I do these shows. Uh, I I was on a sabbatical, but I, I I'm doing these shows because I I try to educate people, and I don't know everything, but I I give myself to a lot of talk shows, to a lot of studying, to a lot of reading to educate people and when they come on here if I can sell some tell them something that they can use or if they can educate me then I think we'll we're starting at grassroots. And so thank you both and before I go I wanted to ask I love to do this. Uh I'm gonna I'm gonna start with Vaughn. If you got anything that you wanna just kinda throw out there about what we talked about tonight for about thirty thirty five seconds or forty five seconds. No, I think it was a really good a show. I really appreciate it. It's my first one. I like. hope to, you know, listen in on many more. But, yeah, my my biggest thing is voting, you know, vote, vote, vote. And a lot of times felons, like I said, felons can't vote, so don't put yourself in that predicament. And let's get up there and fight for our community. And and you're right. You brought that up on uh, on, on in Facebook about that, and I didn't think about that. Uh, they 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 film them on those riots, and and I'm not saying it's a big conspiracy, but they get them on camera, and then they pick them out, and then yeah. that that's another that's another vote that won't happen. That's another. That's a, that's one person, uh, one less person that can register, uh, and and that's considered a a, a menace to society. Oprina, what what you got anything you want to add or just top it off with? Yeah, I do. That that's not a federal law that felons can't vote. Those are state laws. In certain mm-hmm. states, felons cannot vote. 
uh, like in California, if you have done your time and stuff, and it's out, you can vote. <laughs> uh, so uh, uh, the, the the we need to work on uh, the voting in and also the uh, getting involved so that we can change some of these laws. Getting the people elected, our state assembly, changing that dynamic of the you know these Republican run houses all over the country in certain in certain states and stuff where, where the black belt actually where a tremendous amount of black people are uh and stuff but they have republican led uh uh houses of assemblies and stuff and so we need to to yes voting 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 is very important so we can get the people uh in the houses of assemblies in these different states so we can change these laws to benefit everybody, not just certain groups. Wow, and, and when you're thank talking you about both. over and a million, when you're talking about over a million some black men, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, and, no, you need to do something about them not being able to vote. You need to make mm-hmm. it so they can vote again. You know what I'm saying? And, and that's only about changing the law. Which oh yeah, and 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 that's you know, true. Cory Booker and Rand Paul has been talking about for a year now. Well, Cory Booker even longer than that. Rand Paul just because he's running for president. But mm-hmm. okay. Well, I know Alabama is one. Yeah, one, one last thing. Alabama is one of those states in Arizona, or, or another state that will you will you may lose your voting permanently if you are uh, a, a felon. Uh, mm-hmm. And, and, there are, and yeah, you know what? Like it doesn't really it, matter. It is by state. Yeah, it, it doesn't really matter because we need every vote, and I and 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 I agree that there are states that are different, but we need every vote and. One state. If we lose one state, we, we, we're in a we're in a uh, we're in a bad situation. Like especially, we like to vote on presidential elections, but those general elections are important also. And we need every single vote. It vote it all counts. Every single vote counts. I appreciate you, ladies, for coming out tonight and for hanging with me. If you wouldn't mind, come back Saturday. Uh, 8 o'clock, uh, well, it's going to be later Saturday. I think we're going to do it uh, 10 o'clock Central Time uh, on Saturday. So you're welcome to come back if you can. If you can't, just, just grab a phone and, and hang in there. Everyone else, I didn't get to tonight. I got a lot of area codes I didn't get to because I kind of wanted to keep the conversation where it was. And I appreciate you coming out. You listen to the Soul of America Radio. I'm going out tonight with my cousin, Marvin Gaye, who asked the question, What's going on? Join us uh, Saturday night. Thanks, V. Thanks, Lady Vaughn. Thanks, Oprina. Curtis, where you at, boy? And my boy in Michigan, keep hitting that bomb. We'll see y'all later. Y'all take care. Peace, love, and
Let's go.